You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of ADD Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, but with me, uh, the actual host, the CFO, the CEO, the owner, proprietor, Travels are lead therapist, head designer. Bacon, bacon, how are you? I'm putting stuff on my face. Hi. <laughs> oh, right. Why? Yeah, we're actually doing video. Like, yeah, I know. I, I, I understand, I, but it like. Was, it was not, it was not something I had an option of put waiting for. Cause I, so I took like, I took a shower before we started recording, mm-hmm. and my face is just screaming for moisture. So I had to do the things, screaming, too dry to exist, dying. It's, but now, what is, is the brand, what is the name and brand of what you're putting on your face now since you're here? Oh, there's so many things I just put on my face. Um, hold on. So let's look at what I've got over here. So I have a facial cleanser slash toner that I use. I use it as a toner. It is uh, La Roche Posay. It's their um, uh, like water-based cleanser. It's the one for oily skin because the testosterone has destroyed my oil production. Has well kicked it into like overdrive. It's been it's been it's been it's been terrifying. And then I have um, I don't know what the fuck this is called. Uh, I have an acid from the ordinary that I put on that uh reduces blemishes and then after that i have another one that i put on uh this is a hyaluronic acid like actually an acid acid uh and it actually increases the moisture on your face and then i have aloe vera gel because um uh crying fucks up your skin's ph balance And also, I have bad eczema and acne scars, and so it helps with that. Uh, and then I have my gum. And then I have um, a moisturizer from also the ordinary and natural moisturizing factors plus like that. All right, so that is a lot. Yeah. But your face is properly moisturized, and we love it. It is have, very moisturized. We like to have. It is no of- longer screaming at me because, like, it really was screaming at me. It's like um, because I have eczema, my skin is like super, super sensitive to like inflammation and like existing. So like when um, after I take a shower, like and I like because I wash my face in the shower. So like after I take a shower, like my face is just like ah, 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 and I'm like, OK, OK, I will put the stuff on it. And I I, I, I couldn't wait. No. <laughs> So, but it, 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 my face is literally like got a nice cooling sensation of like, the, you know, when your skin's dry and you put on lotion, it's got like that cooling sensation right. as your skin sucks it up. My whole face is doing that. Well, <laughs> we support proper skincare here. That's why we had to have the bacon skincare corner, um, which we will have periodically as we go. Um, but we also have with us, um, Jailery. How are you? I'm just here, dry, arid. I'm <laughs> no <fine> makeup. 
just a I mean, would you shadow of my former self? Would you? Would you? <laughs> oh, like, no. Would you like to take a moment and um, uh, moisturize your own face on air? It's you're more than capable and have more than uh, enough space I to do. I unfortunately now live with my my parents, and my mom is allergic to like all of the things, so I don't even have um, a skin routine anymore because everything would kill my mom so well, well kill your mom how like your mom just doesn't have to she could just not rub faces with you and be good is it is it in the same room level of like in the same house level like Ooh. oh dear is she allergic to like if you know, like there's no hair like no hair product anything <laughs> i have i can only use like very natural oil and like uh cocoa butter shea butter kind of stuff um nothing with any fragrance no fragrances at all no sulfates at all um and like a myriad of other things so it's just safer to just not have it in the house um just in case yeah the 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 level of research what i what i've always been wanting is i've been wanting like a chrome extension right where you can just put in all of like the ingredients that like all the things that you're allergic to or like somebody is allergic to and it'll like also have in it like the stuff that that ingredient is in so like you know if you put like um like you're like i'm allergic to dairy it'll be like it'll have like also like whey and casein like it'll have like it'll have like that labeled with it so if you put in like coconut oil it'll have like all the 150 billion different chemical names that like it coconut is in and then like you can just go through the ingredient you can like look up ingredient list and it'll be like highlight it for you yeah and it's so frustrating because like sometimes like you want to like like give give them like a gift or something so my mom came back from jamaica and she was really sad because like KFC in Jamaica is, like, amazing. Um, And as much as she knew that KFC in Jamaica and KFC in America is different, she's like, I want KFC. But she, on the list of things that she's allergic to, um, onions and radishes are on that list. So I wanted to make, to find out if KFC uses onion powder in their chicken or their batter. Um, So I I, I looked on their website, but apparently, no, they don't want to give you their special little spice list. Uh, and I ended up calling corporate and they flat out told me like, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not trying to steal your special little recipe for your drab, dry, disgusting chicken. <laughs> I want to make sure that my mother doesn't expire. Can she eat your stupid chicken or not? And yeah, uh, like, they, like, they wouldn't tell me. No, I just want to know if we're going to do a lawsuit or not, because this is how you get a lawsuit. Right. Not telling me how your ch- how your chicken is made. Yeah. Just is there onion powder or onion in your stupid chicken? Yes, we're not trying like, to is see. it in the gravy? Like, just tell me, can my mom eat this? Yes or no. And I also wanted to know, I, I asked um, I, for Mother's Day, like a couple of years ago, like actually not a couple of years, like 10 years ago. I, I wanted to get my mom uh, chocolate for Mother's Day because that's what I usually give her. Um, and I loved, uh, like, I, I'm bougie. So I got her, like, this very expensive hat box full of chocolates. Um, and 
when I was shopping around to see what brand of chocolate I would do, I, I tried to contact Godiva and I was like, oh, what's in your chocolate? Like, is does it have sulfate? Is this like okay for people with allergies? And the person was like, you know, if you have to ask, you probably just shouldn't buy it. Because <laughs> she's like, I do. I have allergies too. Just like, don't risk it. Don't risk it for chocolate. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. I was like, you know what? I believe you. <laughs> and I didn't. And I had to go like get like bespoke made freaking chocolate, which is so expensive and so stupid. I'm never going to do it again because she ended up in two days eating almost 300 pieces of chocolate and making herself horrifically sick. Not because she was allergic, just because she ate ate an entire hat box. I mean, okay, (laughs) but honestly, same. I would do that. If like somebody like got me a gift where it's just like something like I can eat and it's a copious like, um, like, and it's like an elaborate gifting and it's something that like is shelf stable like chocolate is um i can't eat chocolate but if it's like like that and it's fucking delicious and they i would i would absolutely just destroy it it was literally packaged in a way so like you know hot boxes they're big and they're deep so there was many layers of chocolate but each layer was like individually wrapped but like in half so like conceptually you like unwrap a little section of it and eat it like a little at a time is what was supposed to happen that shit up so bad i would i would i I would gorge myself i would gorge myself i would have i would be living my best life gorging myself on that but you're not living your best life if two days later you literally can't move because you're so sick because all you did was eat chocolate for two days that's not your best life No, it's fine. You don't understand. The joy in that moment can never be replicated. Yeah, it's an honorable. It's a false control. Right. It's an. It's an honorable death. It is. Hundred percent get it. I'm with your mom. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm team your mom. This one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm. I'm having a lot of trouble because I just found out. Well, not just. Uh, but when I woke up from the coma, I was like allergic to a whole new slate of things. Uh, strawberries is on that list, and I like ate so much strawberry like that was like my favorite my go-to uh fruit and flavoring of everything and now i can't have it i'm also allergic to red 40 so almost every candy i cannot have halloween was very hard this year (laughs) being allergic to red 40 being allergic to milk um and being allergic to dairy really there's nothing you can have Oh, no, I'm intimately aware of this. I people be like, do you want dessert? And I just like stare longingly at the dessert menu because I'm allergic to dairy and chocolate on top of um, having uh, I have a really bad reaction to um, uh, uh, gluten, uh, red meat. Oh, okay. so uh, well, specific red meat. So it's kind of interesting. So like my parents are there's like there's like now like information going around about like that the whole like blue star tick. So about the time I moved up here was about the time when that was happening. And um I like when you get when you have when you get bit by those, you you can have what ends up happening is you have a chemical reaction to certain types of red meat which are beef and pork and lamb and i can't eat any of those i can't eat pork but i think that's because when i was 
little. Um, I went to Trinidad and I like had a pet pig and I loved him. Baby. And then my cousin got married and they roasted him. <laughs> so from age five on, I like was very upset at pork. They, didn't, they roasted I mean, Wilbur. They didn't even pick another uh, pig. <laughs> no, um, and like if you if you've ever been on a pig farm, uh, at least back in you know the nineties when this happened, uh, they would like tattoo the pig's number on its ear, and I was like usually like the number they used to like track it and everything. So like they roasted him whole, so it's not like they because they tried to lie and say, oh no, that's not Wilbur, but like I could see the tattoo that is number. I'm like, no, that that was Wilbur. Uh, <laughs> Didn't even Bro. cut the part off. No, I, I got to see his little cooked face just splayed <laughs> up, just full, cooked him whole. That's ruthless as hell. Hog. Yeah, I can see that. That's ruthless as hell, unnecessarily that's so. That's traumatizing. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. I stopped eating pork, and then you know, uh, you know, I had a lot of like Rossbarians in my family who also didn't eat pork. So I was just very like uppity about it. Like I do not dine on swine, but really it was just trauma. <laughs> uh, but like sometimes like I went to get ramen because I opened a ramen place by the movies here and I ordered the the vegan ramen, which is usually like a mushroom broth, which is very tasty, would recommend. Um, this time I was like, oh, this is cloudier than I remember. And I've still eaten it because I'm a moron. They use uh, wrong broth. They sure did. <laughs> I was so instantly and violently ill. So I like will never touch like like the sun has set. Like I can't have pork, which is fine. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I I have found that I can have like a little bit, just like an itty bitty amount, and I use that um, barbecue pork humbow because them bun like them, them pork buns. My brother I, also loves those and will I, eat them in my face and I, go, mm, Wilbur, it's a good pig. And I'm just like, you oh are. God, your brother's a dick. Wow. <laughs> your yeah. brother's a dick. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's when the home yeah. that's when the homie gets tased all in the back, by the way. Because you gotta get the taser out and you're sitting there like clearly your childhood friend was um devoured by several humans intentionally in front of you. He was one of the humans. Right, exactly. <laughs> and now that you're grown, if you're gonna rub it in your face, then this is like, like huh? this is, like give yeah. or take, John Wick killed several hundred people for much less. <laughs> so, he literally do that for because somebody killed his dog. Somebody killed his dog. Yeah, yes. he shot yeah. his dog. Same and I kind of feel like whatever they did to Wilbur was much way worse. Much worse, shot. right? No, right. they didn't kill Wilbur. They killed him and cooked him and ate him whole. And then lie to you about it when you can clearly see that it's Wilbur. Pretty to goddamn horrifying. Pretty goddamn horrifying. So yeah. And even now, my mom would be like, "That didn't happen." I'm like, "Just because I was three doesn't mean I don't remember." I'm I like, remember. "No, you remember it. Like, there's traumatizing shit you remember. Like, I was through my brother broke, like almost broke my hand in the car door, and I had to go to the had to go to the hospital. Like, I remember that." Yeah. But I do feel like that's a Caribbean rite of passage to have a beloved animal like eaten and consumed by your family members while somebody tells you to suck it up. Uh, it just makes us who we are. For my mom, it was a goat named Bath, which is crazy because she does not know what or who Baphomet is, but they ended up naming a, a black, big black goat Bath. Um, that was then um, killed and 
served as Sunday night curry to her because they trained the goat that whenever somebody would bend over and he saw a butt, he would go and smack it. And uh, my grandfather bent over and the goat just smacked him like right into like the mud. And by that afternoon, that goat was curry. So they trained a goat to slap asses. So then the goat slapped ass and was killed and eaten for it. Yep. Like it was not and the only reason why the goat was still alive was because it had like, when it was born, it was like a reject goat. Because uh, like, it had like a leg deformity. So like, oh, nobody's going to buy this goat. So they just gave it to the kids as a pet because like it wasn't going to be useful. Uh, so then, like, it grew strong with their love, and then they ended up turning a profit because <laughs> they they did uh, sell that goat to be butchered. If that is not a And then he made the kids eat it so they would know that they did something wrong. Uh, if you ever want to know <laughs> why called, I'm the way I am. So cause... this is called intergenerational <laughs> trauma. Yeah. This is called generational trauma right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> From gonna, the, the Caribbean <laughs> part of the diaspora. Yeah, we're going to need you to put the taser to your brother and start taking some of your life back. You can't do all of it. And there's no reason why you should try to because we move forward here. But just understand that someone needs to get knocked down a flight of stairs. Just one select person needs to be knocked down a select flight of stairs one good time. And then you can continue your healing journey. And then you can continue. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it feels weird because I feel like everybody who like ate Wilbur kind of like leveled up way past me in life, so maybe I should have just sucked it up. And <laughs> no, no, I don't know about that one, boss. No, because like my cousin, who I they have a very one sided beef with, because I had um, this is gonna age me quite a bit, but I had the okay. creamy yeah. cabbage patch doll, which is very exclusive and very hard to get, but my mom was a manager at. Uh, Toys R Us at the time so she got me the doll so I felt like I was hot shit because I had the preemie uh, cab track doll that smelled like baby powder it was amazing best doll I, ever I and I took it that. with me to Trinidad and when it was time to go lo and behold my cabbage patch came up missing and it came up missing like right when we had to go to the airport so they were like we'll get you another one which was a lie because there wasn't another one to give me. And then I had to go to the wedding of the girl who stole that doll when I was like 20. And she was like joking about it. So I'm like, not only do I remember that you ate my my pal, my buddy, some pig. Uh, you now have stolen a once in a lifetime item that I know I can't ever replace. And you're a doctor and you're marrying a doctor and your wedding's huge. Uh, and I know I'll not be having a wedding to outdo you. So I was like, I'm, I'm in like a rageful, very one-sided beef with this woman who probably does not remember me uh, or at least doesn't uh, remember the rage that I have for her. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Well, I don't talk to most of my family. I mean, so is this person a candidate to go down that single flight of stairs? Like, I'm saying one person, <laughs> one flight of stairs, one good time. Is this the person? Um, well, she does save people's lives, so I would say no. I mean, there are other people that do it. 
She's not the doctor. I she's feel like a doctor. she's a net positive in this world. So I would say mm, no. Doctors are a high variance profession. So let's not throw her in the good, helpful person pile just on the principle of her profession. Just Oh, yeah, just, I can confirm that one. Yeah, doctors are high variance. Doc, doc, them bitches be so high variance. So... Just saying, we can talk uh, about, we can go through the episode and you can mull it over as we record and then we can return to it whenever and we can see it. Because I, I, like I like to empower revenge it. because I think we don't think on revenge. That's the problem with being gaslit so much is you don't really conceptualize revenge as much as you should. And I'm a big proponent of revenge to think on it, to really make it something that you desire. You don't have to like run the person down during rush hour or anything. But just understand that if that person was hanging from a building by one hand, you're not helping them. And it's academic to the point where I would know that we're not helping that person because I've spoken to you about it. We've discussed revenge, why you want it, who you want it on. And we go, I'm also, they go, help. And then you go, no. And then they go, you with the dreads, you help. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't make the rules to this gang shit, but you're shit out of luck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And um, um, yeah, so I mean that we type want revenge of... is my favorite soul glow song. Yes, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm just pro revenge as a brand. But we do have a program here. We need to pick a topic and go. Someone go. Bacon go. Jayla go. Aaron, oh, go. I actually have something to say. Uh, I'm gonna apologize to people. Um, because for so long, I was dragging people to nerd shit and enjoying it thoroughly and like being confused when they did not enjoy it. Because I'm like, but it is good. Um, <laughs> I was finally on the other side of that <laughs> because I took my teenage cousin to go see Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, something that I thought, you know, by cultural osmosis, I would like get mostly. Um, I think it was my skibbity toilet moment because I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I've sat through it and I'm uh, shocked and confused <laughs> by the enjoyment of those around me because what the hell was that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we had a um, long conversation where I realized that your issues with the film stemmed from your lack of understanding of the core lore of the film. And I was like, oh, and you, <laughs> you were kind of like, oh, I was like, yeah, I was, I was saying this movie exists to set the stage for other movies about the same thing. And you were kind of, and you were kind of, I was like, comic book movies do this all the time. And you go, yeah, but I already know the lore of all the comic book movies that I see that do this all the time. And then, then all of a sudden you stop. <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, is this what it's like to go to the movies with me? <laughs> or when I'm like dragging people like, oh my god, you gotta like read this book or experience this piece of media or play this game. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. maybe people weren't so into it. Especially like phase one and two uh MCU. I dragged a lot of people who like yeah, did no. not know who any of those characters were. Nah, listen, bro, listen, that shit was all Based about the that was shit was all about the Avengers. And let me tell you, in the peak of the in the peak, that those stories came from at the peak of the X-Men's powers. And ain't nobody checking. Nobody was checking for the Avengers when the X-Men were. Which is were why I was so excited. Because <laughs> I 
I was somebody who dropped off of X-Men with New Mutants because I was like, I think Maggot got introduced. And I was like, you know what? No, not for me. This is stupid. I don't like this. Cliss Claremore can eat my ass. I'm not reading this anymore. And that's when I dropped off of X-Men. So I started getting into, you know, a lot of the other teams. Like I was reading like West Coast Adventures, like, or like... Uh, the flyover states avengers like i would read all of those like i'm the person who knows like nobody had to tell me what the flag smashers were even though they didn't actually get to be represented but that's a whole other rant but like all the obscure shit of my childhood suddenly was on the big screen like i was excited to see an iron man movie because like i actually really loved iron man (laughs) so it's really funny because like phase one was not good at the time however it was the best superhero anything not just like out of comics but like the one of the best superhero anything that had come out since fucking mystery men and there's like i'm sorry mystery men is just i'm with you i agree i Mm. enjoyed mystery men Mm. perfect um one of my all-time favorite memes um but yeah, like like we there there's just like it was like it was it was the complete the slate is clean on superhero movies. We're starting fresh. This is this is this is zero. This is year zero now of super everything before then led up to this moment. We are starting a new era. You know what's funny is um it gave me the like phase one of the MCU gave me the freedom, the lateral freedom and the emotional stability to say things like I didn't like the Spider-Man. I didn't like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Tobey Maguire. I didn't like any Which of them. Shocked me. I remember when you told me that. I didn't I was like. I, it, I, like I, listen, I these are listen. And I was I was loving <laughs> the cafeteria pizza. I was loving pizza day until I went to an Italian restaurant and had an actual pizza from an actual chef, and I was like, oh, good. Now that I know, cafeteria pizza day sucks. I didn't like Chris Nolan's Batman. I didn't like any of these movies. You know, I'm- I there, agree there. with you, Chris Nolan Batman, <laughs> which is I, weird I because I've, I've, Batman. people have given me shit because I was like, I feel like the Batman with uh, Twilight Guy is the first real Batman movie. No, I agree. Because he had Batman actually being a detective and solving like yes. an actual like crime yes. and a mystery. Right. Um, not just with like, it was just the first, I felt like I was watching Batman. Yes. Uh, and people are like, well, you didn't like the Nolan trilogy? I'm like, no, no. they're not. I mean, I don't think they're good Batman movies. Maybe they're good action movies. They're not good action yeah. movies. Oh, they're they're, they're not, not good action movies. movies. There is they're um there is uh, a there is a street there is a there is a 35 minute part of the second Chris Nolan Batman movie that's really good. And it's far and away the best part of all three movies. I would say that they're um good fantasy dramas. Uh, much like much like the Michael Bay Transformers movies, if it wasn't called Batman, it would have been fine. Like if this was just like Dark Knight, Gotham, Ninja Warrior, Avenger Volumes One, Two, and Three, this would have been fine-ish. But because it's Batman, there is like an it's a deep misunderstanding of Batman that Christopher Nolan and he owns it. Like he says, like oh, he's owned the fact that like he doesn't understand how Batman is a thing that doesn't stop. Like he doesn't understand that Batman is like mental illness, and if you yeah. th- if you don't think Batman is mental illness, then you're not going to be able to do proper Batman movies. Um, 
it uh, is I now. I think that my favorite thing about like Green Arrow is Green Arrow is actually Batman. Yes. Yes, Green Arrow I, was I definitely Green Arrow shows so much. Batman. But you know I, what I loved? Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, Legends of Tomorrow was so good. <laughs> that was the only show in that universe that I consistently watched. Um, um I even though it fell off, but I consistently watched The Flash. It was so good for a very long time. Um, and I I really enjoyed Supergirl, but then like the the stuff with her sister got to be too much, and I was just like, I never, I already had jumped off that train way before but, Supergirl was a thing. But I will say, but like, so back back with Phase One is like, but if you, but I'm not, but Phase One was not good. It was just, it 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 just became Starbucks. Like we have a bar. The bar is here. It's a very low bar, but the bar is here. They don't even age well. No. Like well, at all. What I loved about Iron Man 2, I was like, I does it. anybody realize that they just made like an Ayn Rand book with superheroes? <laughs> like, yes. The politics did. of Iron Man 2 are problematic. Actually, it's just so the politics wild. of the Iron Man trilogy are problematic. Iron Man 3 is wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I used there's, to. There's a lot of no in that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna ever defend the politics in the MCU because no they're reason. not great. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, though, <laughs> is that I don't. I don't think but I they know, know, or at least I feel like that's not what I'm going for. But also. That's actually like a core problem, like not a core problem. It's a core narrative theme around the MCU is that the politics are bad. Like the politics yeah. are bad is a is a central narrative theme to the MCU as a whole. Like I couldn't finish Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> like I just couldn't finish it because it's got ha- like. It it has one of the great white characters of all time, and I always I always like to point out now because white people are all like because you know you say this character needs to be black this character, and then some white people always go, well, "What character needs to be white?" And I go, "U.S. Agent John Walker. Yeah. That's a, one of the best written <laughs> white characters of white. all time. If you want to know who your best white characters are, John Walker is a hundred percent magnificent Absolutely. and would not hit the same if he was anything but a white dude. Nope. And yeah." Uh, yeah. So, but I just I hated that we finally got like Isaiah Washington on the big screen, um, and the narrative is just going well. He's wrong. The narrative? <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Wait, like really? Once Did you, you finish ha- it, he looks at Sam in the face and says, "What self-respecting black man would take up that mantle, knowing?" what it really represents and in the end sam wilson is still captain america and the the narrative wants you to believe that he made the absolute right choice so basically the black man who got tortured and had his life stolen by the united states was wrong and should have gotten over it really because america i mean 
that's more i feel like that's more of an indictment on sam wilson and also anthony mackie who is perfect to play sam wilson also undermining the completely valid points of the first captain america just as like i feel like i realize my understanding of anthony mackie as smarmy monster it really kind of melded together i'm like anthony mackie would tell the first captain america having a deep african-american sit down with an elder to fuck you, I'm just gonna keep being Captain America anyway. Like that's a that's an Anthony it, Mackie thing. I believe the actor would well, do in not that just that he said that, but like that that man was wrong, and that like he pulled some like uh fucking I'm a I'm a new Negro kind of BS. He's he, <laughs> like he, he was new black. <laughs> he said he was gonna essentially he's gonna take a swing at it, but um I will say um he did dive into the suit. With vigor, having had that incredible chat, that would have changed the way I would have. Like, I would have quit my job at Subway if I had that discussion with him. Like, I'm like at any point in time, <laughs> if I have this discussion where someone says, "Any self-respecting black man will be making burgers for the white man at Subway," I'm like, you know what? You're right, Uncle. You're right. I'm gonna quit tomorrow <laughs> and I throw my apron at the manager and righteously, righteously end my employment. Any any job. So I get you. And yes, that is yes. That was problematic. He did fly into the suit immediately, like right after the conversation. But I feel like yeah. that was a limitation of the show itself. Like they just don't have long. Yeah, which makes sense because now we find out that they do not have showrunners um, for the the shows, which shows real bad. <laughs> yeah. I the the Disney Plus shows, um, like the level of like clarity in the writing between Loki season one and Loki season two, especially when it comes to Sylvie, I thought was startling. And I I was like, yo, they don't have a book. They don't have like a like a world building or a show book for this. I think there's I not think, one person acting like I'm gonna keep this coherent. Wasn't that the Russo brothers and they ran off to make spy movies with all the actors from the MCU? Like they left and went uh, to make spy it was movies. a woman who was directing a lot of um loki who was i guess like their they, they, pseudo showrunner did they bring her which back? which is why sylvie was like a person like a character they didn't um, bring her back right they got to do stuff no they everybody got brought back but her oh. and it showed oh i haven't, I haven't watched loki season two so i didn't yeah. know I, mean, I, have, I, I just have no interest but that is um i do like loki but i also don't like i, I just I'm, the MCU has generally whoever 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 has the big book took it with them wherever they are. Like there is somebody with a very large book in a trunk somewhere in like Cancun or somewhere, and that's kind of been the problem with the MCU, kind of yeah. across the board. <laughs> they just kind of let people and wing it, and it's um, yeah. Sometimes it works. I I like the She Hulk show, right? But that show also wasn't like. That one was just there to take the piss, and they were having fun. So yeah, right. we had fun. Um, other ones, not not so much. Um, once I saw once they, once um Sam Raimi said he didn't really read nothing before he did um Multiverse of Madness. I was like, oh y'all wild. That, that showed. Oh y'all wild. That what a stinker. And I don't know if it was so. I made the very poor choice of seeing everything everywhere all at once and then seeing multiverse. Yeah, that, that was a bad choice. Yeah, so like yeah. that is my least favorite you can't see you viewing in the theater. You have to watch the garbage first and then the good stuff. 
I didn't know it was going to be yeah, garbage. I didn't, I didn't know. No. I had high hopes. Because I am one of the persons who admittedly likes the first two Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man 3, I think, just was a abortion on film. But uh, the first two, especially Spider-Man 2, that was like, I wouldn't say that's like my favorite comic book to movie adaption. Uh, that would be Ghost World. But um, it was high up there. Like that was, I was like, if you can make a movie better than this, like the world is going to be okay. That's what I used to think. Um, but I really did not enjoy Multiverse of Madness. It wasn't an, it wasn't an enjoyable film. But we were talking about, originally we were talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. That was the movie that yes, had caught uh, you. That uh, caught shocked you. and confused me. Um in so many ways, because I felt like, well, A, I, I saw it with the actual intended audience, a bunch of teenagers, um, who, and I admit, I have played only the first Five Nights at Freddy's game, and I thought it was very boring. Game, game air quotes. I have let's, ADHD. Let's, let's, let's be serious. <laughs> let's, 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 let's call, let's call a spade a spade. That was, it. game air quotes. There's a lot of lore Not, for very little game. You are literally switching. You're you're clicking your mouse a couple of times, like it's less game than like any quote unquote walking simulator. Right. Like for people who used to shit on games like Firewatch or um, uh, the Reigns of Edith Fitch, like shame on you <laughs> because Five Nights at Freddy's not a game. Is it's not a game. Yeah. Uh, which is why I, I really didn't enjoy it. Um, it wasn't for me. For me, it was, uh, what am I supposed to be doing? Something has yelled at me. I don't like this. So I was never enriched in uh, the apparent lore. Um, but not just not knowing the lore. Like there's like uh, like other real world meta stuff that they had. Like they had cameos where people went crazy and I'm just like Oh, they had um Corey Kenshin, the original the original um Five Nights at Freddy streamer that made the game popular way back in the day. He yeah, was the so I had no idea who that was. And that is the only reason why the uh teenagers that I went with wanted to see the movie because they apparently um have crushes on him, which shocked me because I saw him and I'm like, that's just a guy. <laughs> That is, um, wait, so they went and saw a whole movie to just see um, one dude in a cameo? So they also thought that Markiplier was going to be in the movie. So they went to go see their, like, spooky game Dreamboat YouTubers. Um, wow, that's like that's like the new age. Um, that's like the new age sneaking into the back of the video store. Like you're really you're really burning a lot of resources for very little payback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they were not pleased, uh, which also made me feel old because I was like, wait, I thought teenage girls loved the Hunger Games guy. Um, <laughs> That I realized Hunger Games, the last Hunger Games, didn't it come out in like 2009? Yeah, Hunger <laughs> like Games. Like they do not care about Hunger Games they guy. They do not. I mean. Which was a shame because he was like, he didn't care. He was like bringing real movie acting to this ridiculous uh, menagerie of uh, puppet murder. I, I overheard a streamer talking about how Drake is old, but he still listens to him. And I was like. Yeah, we have been yelling oh. at Drake. We have been yelling at Drake for fifteen odd years, haven't we? 
Yeah, <laughs> I've been I mean, yelling at the him. The man for... is insufferable. He is insufferable, but he's been Just insufferable for over a decade. Like it's now yeah, the point no. where there is he's he's old now to oh, a no, subset no, no. of kids. Part... The worst part is, is it's been more than 15 years because he was on Degrassi and we were all yelling at him on Degrassi. Oh, I didn't know the fuck he was. I, didn't know. I knew there were people oh, yelling. Yeah, no, no, no. Drake was he was a, a child for quite actor some time. for a Canadian show called Degrassi. <laughs> I remember and this. when I tell you that Drake never left that role. <laughs> because Especially with the girls he's interested in. Especially with the girls that he's interested in it. Because the way he acts now is the way his character was written in that show. Gross. But yes, please continue. Yes, because I'm like, I'm like, oh, you are insufferable on screen and off the screen, even as an adult. Yes, you always have to run it by the teenagers who they find who they like. Um because it changes because time passes, you see. And um you will not know who the um who the um the romantic uh, affection of teenagers is pointed at you won't know unless you ask because it's so all right. I was like I was actually kind of happy because I was like you know what yay for Corey Kenshin being a heartthrob to these teenage girls and he's attainable I feel like maybe teenage boys now feel like attractiveness is attainable like he he doesn't look like a k-pop guy with like a perfect chiseled face and like crazy abs he's just a guy yeah, so there's 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 the the idol crush. There's like crush level. So the, there's an the idol crush, which you're like, this is not obtainable, but I love them forever. And then there's the there's the um the celebrity crush who's like actually like yeah. But I mean, this particular teenager also <laughs> wanted to watch Barry with me <laughs> because she has a crush on Barry. So I'm like, she. I don't know if I can trust that she is the voice of all teenage <laughs> girls. Because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, not a poor choice, but not the uh, one I, I, I would will, expect I the teenagers say, to go will, crazy for. I will say when it comes to like celebrity teenage crushes is like there's like every everyone has like their odd one out, like has their odd crush. Like there's the popular crush, and then there there's also the odd one. There's like the like I had a huge crush on Jack Black when I was a kid, so it's fine. I feel like everybody did though. Like I feel no. like that's normal. No, no, okay. they did not. No, okay. It was just us, Nigella. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a good person. It makes me laugh. Like why wouldn't that be? A bad no, exactly. Choice? You get me. <laughs> you get me. <laughs> I think Jack Black would be nice to me. No, exactly. Re- realistic. That's the that's the that's the that's the that's the regular guy. That's the regular I would guy make guy. a meal for Jack Black and he would appreciate it. He would be so appreciative. Like actually. Yeah, I think I would like, I think I would think I think I would say I really appreciate he, like he's one of the few celebrities where I would actually if I saw him somewhere I'd be like, listen, I'm not gonna keep you, but I really appreciate your work. All right, have a good meal. All right. I would actually like do that and that would be like yeah. No, Jack Black, like, if you dated him, would not break up with you through text. Yeah, you'd have a sit down. Give you a sit down. He would have a sit down. He'd be like, and it would be, and you would both, you would would be upset, but, like, you would understand. Whatever. You'd probably still be friends. And probably still be friends, yeah. So, yeah, no, he's he's a real person crush, but he's also the odd one out crush. Yeah. It's just... Because this, this uh, gaggle of teenagers, like, they were, like, K-pop stands. So I was very shocked to 
when the guy came on the screen uh, who who they were crushing on because he was he was very uh, like if normal core was a thing, he would be Norm a pastiche a of it. Well, he's crushing it. <laughs> I love that for him. Yeah, but like they were uh, going into the movie like almost vibrating with excitement. Uh, and then during the movie one fell asleep <laughs> um, and I was just staring at people like I wish I could have fallen asleep because <laughs> uh, it wasn't good uh, well I mean I'm not going to say it wasn't good it just it wasn't it wasn't for me and I know it wasn't we're not the audience no yeah you were like, the chaperone to the yeah, teenagers. Either, either, yes, yeah, either, which either. was uh, a shocking revelation. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I've transitioned. Like a shift yeah, has happened. You are, yes, you are the elder caretaker for kids who are doing things that you don't understand and they're not worried about you understanding it. Yeah, They are which, happening. You are taking them around and they will swirl around and you can like, absorb what you can. Yeah, and also like I, I don't feel pressure to know. Like I'm just like this is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense to me, but I'm okay with that. Because yeah. <laughs> you were trying to explain it, and I was like, you know what? Sure, <laughs> whatever. D- not needed. I'm just gonna. Aaron, what was your take on Five Nights at Freddy's? I I didn't. I, I, so, I, I mean, I'm not watching movies anyway, but I like Five Nights at Freddy's has never been my genre. So, um, either you are um, there for the cute boys, shout-outs to them, or you're like a lore nerd, and I absorbed a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's lore, and I didn't realize how much until I had seen the movie and talked about it with Najela, because all of her problems with the film had, like, lore explanations, and I was, like, talking to Najela, and I was like, why am I able to answer all 17 of these questions perfectly? I had so many questions, um, and... The worst part is, like, yeah, like, with your explanations, this the movie made more sense, but then it made me matter because I'm like, why wasn't this in the movie then? If that's the actual lore, show show me that. <laughs> you had the opportunity to. Well, the- you, you wasted money on, like, a, a dance sequence with the animatronics. Well, the movie did one thing. The movie is centered on one decision, and that is to make the security guard that doesn't exist that you play as in the game a real character and to explain to root because five nights at freddy's without the main character as a story is absolute fucking nonsense it's a tornado of animated bears with dead children in them and that is absolutely not sustainable in terms of a multi-series movie franchise it has to be rooted in some character and if you notice five nights at freddy's doesn't have a character that it's about it's just about this story this horrible thing that keeps rippling over and over again creating again robots with the ghosts of dead children in them so they had to create a character to root the story and tell it around these people so they told the story they created the security guard the security guard i forgot his name is mike and his sister i forgot his sister's name and um yeah so they centered the story around those two and um to be and their ability to i think mike has like the whole shining like one or both of them have the shining outright and are able to talk to and spot ghosts through various methods yeah you see that i didn't even question i'm like he's doing this lucid dreaming and he could talk to ghosts his cell sticker whatever i could accept i could 
suspend my disbelief. But then other things happened in the movie that I felt made no sense. Though with your lore explanations, they did make sense. But also were still bad. <laughs> like, oh, he stuffed children in those suits, but nobody smelled them decay. Oh, with yeah. some place clothes. Like, I was, there's just so many. I had so many questions. It's a, it's it's deeply occult nonsense. You're not wrong, but it's yeah, also deeply. You never. I would have never known that like there was straight up necromancy. At there the is like at the core of this, there is like somewhere a few like somewhere a few miles west of Sephiroth is in the center of this problem. You know what I mean? Like it's just like a Sephiroth with one angel wing and a long sword looking at the army of fucking animatronic bears with dead children in them. Like, we're a few feet away from that. Whenever this movie series concludes, the the end of the story that they would tell would be so off-center. That's why they had to spend so much time establishing that there's a security guard, is a dude, and he's got a sister, and they've got The Shining. Because if they take it any farther towards the center of why this is happening without those characters, it's absolute fucking fever dream batshit madness so the yeah, whole movie was about this i like, tried to read one of those five nights at freddy's books um but <laughs> i and it in a verity for me usually if i start a book i will finish it um i got like a a chapter in and i was like i don't think i can sustain this this is just not for me <laughs> so I knew that Vanessa was a character in the universe because she was in the book or like a daughter was in the book. And I knew who William Afton was. Though I was under the understanding that at some point he becomes purple. Um, yeah, after this movie where he's killed, 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 air quotes, killed, killed. But he's yeah. purple after so, his uh, death. Should we do like spoilers? Because I mean, I feel like so, it wasn't spoilers. So the thing is, it's but... so rich in its own lore that it's like I. I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna make a note for a spoiler. I, I'm gonna make a I note. Think, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say I think with the nature, with the nature of this movie and the the content that it's based off of, it's safe. Okay. It, it's just it's one of those things where like. You can tell spoilers, but unless you have all of the pieces, none of it makes sense. Yeah, because at one point at the end, um, Matthew Lillard, um, who is William Afton, who I saw the movie for and was also disappointed because he's barely in it. Um, he's like, I always come back. And I was like, do you? That hasn't been established. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think William Afton is he is um unhinged and it comes true. So originally his character and what William Afton does is unhinged. He is unhinged, but he's also yeah. right. And um and that is the that is the worst thing about him is that he seems to be whether like it's kind of a thing where someone says they're the devil, acts like the devil, and then turns out that they're right before they knew it. And that's his character. So we are not done with him. That line was him being um, unhinged, but correct, because he does say unhinged stuff that winds up being true. And it's hard. The line yeah. between him understanding and him just stumbling upon some stuff is very blurry. Yeah, but I also feel like Matthew Lillard knew exactly what movie he was in. 
and the energy he needed to bring and he brought it <laughs> because as much as i was like sitting in my chair like what am i watching i was like Dude, that matthew lillard just something about him like <laughs> i was like i hope he comes back actually. oh listen uh i i mean he should he should exist because he's going to be like he's going to be in a movie so because the core narrative is about someone who kills kids and throws them inside robots, you can't start the story off with this man killing kids and throwing them in robots. You need to set the world and then double back yeah. around. Which is weird because like so even the kids that I saw the movie with, they're like, they thought I thought we were gonna get to see how he murdered the kids and like the kids' background and their stories. That's because apparently they said that in the game and the books. Yeah. Uh, and everything doesn't go into that. And no. that's what they really wanted to see. Yeah. The, they don't uh, they but have. I was like, so you're telling me that you walked into a movie theater really hoping to see the guy from Scream murder a bunch of children? Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's you really a, think yeah. that's going to get a PG-13 rating? Yes. Yes. <laughs> without, without establishing a grounding character, we're just going to look at this man murder some kids real quick and dunk them in some robot's. Um, which i mean i i saw martyrs like you can make a movie that's that dark but it's not gonna be rated pg-13 no you're trying to you're trying to get this franchise off the ground that is not how you introduce yourself to the fans and to um uninitiated observers nope. yeah. or their I mean... or their chaperones and assorted drivers <laughs> so I uh, I think a lot of times you go into a movie hoping to see the movie you want to see, but I think with age you realize that like you know, like I saw an ad for Aquaman 2 the moment I saw Aqua Baby, I was like they better kill that fucking baby. But I know they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Uh are they it should be the setup. You got Black Manta and everything. Like you got one of the most memorable things that happens in Aquaman comics other than him losing his hand. Aqua baby gets got. That's Not like Aqua baby gets got. It's I true. Mean, <laughs> it's yeah, like, I, if is, you ask somebody for what's memorable about Aquaman, not a lot to say. If you bring up that Aqua baby, they remember <laughs> that was a shocking moment in comics. I yeah, this is one of those where like I I I don't know comics. <laughs> <laughs> I I um it's what it, like I it, it's always very weird for me because like I wasn't allowed to read comics growing up and then as an adult I was like like by the time I like started reading comics it was like I was I was an adult and I don't actually like coming into a story without explanation and like you can't really like that's the what way the that comics paperbacks are, are for well but that's just it. if you're starting from zero. You're starting from zero. The starting point is really hard to find and changes depending on who you ask and who's currently writing. And then it might change in the next year. So, like, it's not, comics yeah. are not very great when you're coming in from zero, fresh, starting in. So like, you know, some people might like pick up, pick like one person and just like follow that one person from like 
a, like a certain point on like I, I chose like Captain Marvel and I just keep up with the story but like at the same time like I want to know everything else that's happened but I have to go through all this other stuff but people will also say oh you don't have to do that but once you get in you're like I don't understand anything and then people will be like well that's because you have to go backwards and it's just like this is circular and not great for people <laughs> just starting out I don't like this and so I yeah. stopped trying to get into like comics that have like more than one story. I started going the anime route, like the the anime and manga route of comics. Like not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not just saying like just like I'm, I'm following the same like like you have the like 20... capes comics are very hard to drop yeah, like, into. Right, you you start you you do. I just do a a, a comic that has a story, and that story ends. <laughs> sometimes there'll be like a second like a second like add-on to it like i'm um really into the kabuki series um but that's because i fucking love david mack and his art i david mack's artwork just makes my brain go but like i also don't have to but for like the 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 novels like the full novel ones like I don't actually have to go back to the original black and white like comic strips that like he like that had been done in the beginning. I have to go back to all of those to understand the story at all. <laughs> yeah. I can just do I usually would like when I nonsense. see somebody who asks like, "Oh, how do I get into like Marvel or DC or stuff like that?" I always say like like what character interests you and then I would always like give them like a trade paperback so at least it could have a full contained story and I'm like oh if you like that story then look at these other ones and see like yeah. is there a place where you can jump into the main continuity because if you take a break from comics it's also very hard to get back in because let's say somebody like me who I'm I was like oh I'm gonna say screw the X-Men with New Mutants I haven't read a comic in like 20 years it would be so jarring for me to then try to jump into the age of Krakoa. But yeah. at the same time, it'd be weird for people who started with age of Krakoa and like now that's ending and they have to like get ready for the next thing. So I think with a lot of the Cape comics, you just have to accept that it's always in flux. It's always changing. And as you read it, you just have to go, okay, <laughs> as information mm -hmm. is kind of inferred because there's you I was going to the assumption that I never fully know what's going on and it's gonna take me several years to do that. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh not gonna lie, uh not interested. I'm <laughs> 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 in my thirties. I don't yeah. I I ain't got that. Um, it's hard to make like, peace. It's hard to make peace with the fact that <laughs> like you won't know. Like that is the hardest bit. Even because I'm a one character person that then extends into like somewhere between four and five, and then I just simply don't ignore chunks of the roster, and um, that's hard. Like, I realize in talking to people, that bit is difficult to just be like, Batman's here, what is Batman doing? Oh, read these issues, hard pass. Thank you, please. I'm here for Nubia, <laughs> so settle down. I don't know, no, 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 I don't care why Batman has no face, that's not my business. Shame, he should get that looked at. But that kind of attitude is um not is uh No, is... I I am I'm a person who needs like I don't when I mean narrative continuity, I mean like within the same story. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I, I mean, sometimes you're not going to get that because different writers are different writing happen. different things. That does not happen in like uh, the Marvel and DC comics, except for like the ones where it's specifically designed to. And I will read those, uh, like uh, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Extremely coherent from the first from the first on, like extremely coherent. It's great. <laughs> I love it. But it's also written with children in mind. <laughs> yeah. Which is it I mean, it's fantastic. And like um um uh this is getting into a thing where like with video games and uh it's always like it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it causes funny discourse between Aaron and I because Aaron doesn't need to go from game one to game whatever. Um uh, I do. Especially, we were just talking like, about that with Alan Wake. Yes, no. especially yeah. This is called a great segue. Um, especially, <laughs> I will say, like for somebody who played the original Alan Wake on the Xbox 360, and then was like, "That's great. I really want another one." And hasn't like I didn't play Control. I didn't play like the other Remedy games. Come, trying to come back to Alan Wake 2 without having refreshed myself in the Alan Wake, you know, for so long, I have no idea what's going on. There's nothing. There is no, there is, there is no, there is no need. Um, everything. Here's the thing. I never played the DLC for Alan Wake. And I didn't remember the ending of Alan Wake. Uh, which one? Because one ending. Because so the ending to the DLC actually kind of ended what would appear to be like that closed loop of a story, and then they kind of undid it to open it up so that they could go into Alan Wake Two. So the canon ending is the first and Alan Wake, and the second now American Nightmare just frames the existence of a of a certain story facet, but doesn't end. Okay, so I never story. played American Nightmare. Yeah. I only played the original Alan Wake. Uh, and also, I realized I did not get Alan Wake as much as I thought I did because uh, I I went to my friends and I got to play a little bit of Alan Wake too, and I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> like it was, it's good and it's very enjoyable, but I Alan was very confused. It's not. I I I was telling you, I was telling Bacon before the show is that Alan Wake Two exists by itself and elevates the existence of Alan Wake 1 and Control. You could actually go Alan Wake 1, Alan Wake 2, Alan Wake 1, and then Control in that order, unless you just want a different experience. Even though they're all three different genres. Um, those are the three games that you need, but you can start with Alan Wake 2. Um, it, it really does. And that's one of the few games where it's like, I understand you play games in sequence and it's hard not to, but the sequences, you can still play them in sequence, just the sequence is different. Oh, I understand. I had there are other games that I have played where you can play them not in the order that they release. This is one of the series I want to play. In also, also Alan Wake got a remaster. You mentioned something about rolling back graphics. Alan Wake got a proper remaster, like yes, two, three years. But ago. that remaster does not equal Alan Wake two graphics. Well, and I'm playing on PC. There's a noticeable difference. I mean, yeah. I don't so, necessarily like, need I mentioned, to play. Uh, better we, graphics it, we were talking about it like earlier in the show i'm not a person who has issues playing games with lower graphics but when you're going from like the really good one like the newest one with the most updated with the new tech to right after 
the older one. So, it, and you're going like, and and then when I mean back to back, I mean like immediately, like like the way I played the Mass Effect trilogy series. Like I started the next one literally the next day. So you wouldn't. Um, play, so you wouldn't play Mass Effect three than Mass Effect one. No. That's wild. I thought I cared about game graphics a bunch. That's wild. Well, it's I can do it when it's not in the same setting. I went from mass like when I was playing the Mass Effect trilogy, I went one and then I literally started making the character for the next game that like an hour later and started streaming the second game because I spent too long in character creation to stream that. Um <laughs> uh uh spent it like literally the next day so like going from like one to two to three to andromeda is fine but going from andromeda to one like within an hour of each other is very jarring i don't know i feel like i could play i i could always go down and play the original crackdown even like i prefer playing the original crackdown to crackdown three even but I don't think the graphics. I don't think the graphics are that different from Crackdown. Yeah, 3 Crackdown the leap 1. between Alan Wake One and Two is substantial. Like I'll freely, like I'll, I'll, I'll definitely right. say it is a substantial. Like, like, like. Because um, Alan Wake the, was a it was a kind of like a good looking game of its time, and then Alan it, Wake Two is, oh, like, it is was probably the best breathtaking looking. when it came out. It was yeah, but now Alan Wake Two is probably one of the best looking games we'll see for the next few years. It'll age better as our PCs age, for example, and you can just start turning settings up higher as you go. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's a bit of a technical masterpiece. So I I, I see what Bacon is saying. Um, yeah, and like like if it's one of those things where if they were like three weeks to a month apart. It would it would probably be fine. I'm not doing that though. I'm I'm gonna be going from like game uh, one. I'm gonna go be going from Alan Wake one to Control to Alan Wake two in like a whole thing. Like I'm, I'm planning like two months I mean, of just Alan Wake. Yeah. yeah, Alan Wake one. Alan Wake one is powerfully annoying by itself. Yes, and I I am going into Alan Wake one with the mindset of get it done. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is I feel like it's a disservice to the first game. The It'll first, be fine. And the first game is actually much better having played the second game if you've never played it. And that's the thing. If you, if the, for the record, if you are listening to this, um, and you do not have the same hangups Bacon has, you should play the second one, then play the first one. Don't play the first one. And like, yeah, I, that's don't don't play games like I do just because I say it. Like I always tell people, like I just have, I have the brain ticks. I have, I have, I have the neuro spices. This is what my neuro spicy is dictating me to do. I have to obey it. There's not uh, there's nothing I can do about it. Because <laughs> um, I have a friend who just decided um to read the wiki for Alan uh, with the ex yeah with the explanation and watched a YouTube video that talked about Alan Wake one, and then he played Alan Wake two because he's like I don't remember. He's no, like, I'm sure I played it. I don't I, remember. I so. tell people, I tell people to do that all the fucking time. I'm like, if you're that kind of person, absolutely. Like, think, think, um, think, uh, one of one of the homies in the Discord, like, even like that's that's what they're doing, and it's great. And there's some games too where I where like um, uh, are also just a hundred percent just self-contained games with no tie or whatever to like the first one, with with the exception of like here's like an Easter egg. But um, and you know, like like bravely default too is 
for is like you don't need to play Bravely Default one at all. I mean that actually, like they're completely two separate stories, entirely different characters. There's just some Easter eggs about one in the second one that you can pick up and be like, oh, I I feel like you know, like like this is above board information. Like I'm making some connection, but like a hundred percent unneeded. Like and it's still and like if if you find the Easter egg and doesn't and don't have like the reference for it, it's still that Easter egg still gives you information about the second game that you didn't have before that will make your brain like go like do the thinkings. Um, so like it's it's not like it's the neurospicy is not that bad. <laughs> no, 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 but <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Like I it said, it is play. narratively like it is one of those like okay, I have to do. And then there are some games though. There are some games though where like they're like okay, the third one is actually the first one because we're just going to go narratively all over the place. Prince of Persia, I'm looking at you. Winch. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the sand. You're talking about those Sands of Time games, those 3D games? All of them. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I only remember the third one because... <laughs> <laughs> because he was so he was so angsty of the time like he was a product oh, yeah. of the time remember the dark prince in the third yes one? i do actually yeah yeah, yeah so because of like games like that one can play them in i, I like playing those ones in narrative order because also the graphics between them isn't that big of a yeah, deal yeah i feel you um but also like playing them in the actual narrative order makes more sense than in chronological order uh it's um it's like if you're watching the alien alien and predator movies all together in narrative order. By the way, they are all they they don't come out in narrative order. I I, I are you I saying aliens and so I'm, are you talking about the aliens versus predator movies or the aliens no. movies so, and the predator so movies? So here's the thing. There's the first alien movie, right? Right. So, but the all the second and the third alien movie are not directed and written by the same person, but they continue the universe. Yes. So, but that universe connects to Predator. Um, can can I apply? Can we um raise a hand and have a ruling that Aliens Three no longer does not exist? It's again? bad. That's because the it's so funny. That is an example of like a creator not understanding the fan base. Yeah. No. But insisting that he knock it out the ballpark, what? we just don't understand it. Which honestly, I'm just like I'm like even if what you intended was misconstrued, it's been 20 years, my guy. I I need you're not gonna correct the narrative and AVP exists. I am sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that your pet project got away from you, and there's nothing you can do about that. You need to accept that. <laughs> what is Alien versus Predator canon? Or is it, it is, outside of canon? Okay. Depends on which, who you talk to. So, the first and the third movie directed by the same person, right? Yeah. He says they're not canon. However, every fucking movie, with the exception of, like, the, like, the ones that that director did, Every everybody who's worked on the AV, Alien and Predator series and even made AVP, that's canon. They 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 believe that they that's canon. Because I feel like Alien versus Predator 
contradicts the new Predator movie, which is supposed to be canon, or is the new Predator movie not canon? And by well, new, oh, I mean the, 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 one one with the, with... the one with the First Nation lady? No, Prey, which is good. I'm talking about the, the real dumb one with the girl from Attack the Show on it. Oh. Where uh, autism was what the, the Predators were after. I'm just going to... I'm going to keep my eyes focused on prey. Thank you. We're just going to, I hear you. I hear you. And I'm making an executive decision to ignore that question. Thank you. Please. Next question. Yeah, it was real bad. Uh, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, but I, my, I, I memory hold that um, because I saw prey. Yeah. I was so good. A lot of people like, did. Yeah. A lot of people did. Yeah. I just, and I, I realized with those movies, um, I am picking and choosing so hard, like the aliens, the Terminators, the Predator movies. Like I pick and choose so hard. Like I have like a canon. If you should have like a canon selects episode where we properly put these movies in proper order while ignoring the existence of the worst ones, so we can live in peace and guide the people. I now you know how now you know what I do during movie binges. So I saw the last Terminator movie in theaters and I was just real confused because I was like, I feel like I've missed so much. Dark Fate? You have not missed anything. Dark Fate was uh, good uh, and a lot of them were not good. Um, you were confused because a lot of them were trying to constantly, um, uh, 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 they were constantly jostling the canon and um, they just simply um, stopped. Well, and what confused me is that it changed the continuity but was talking about the old continuity so is the official stance like the mortal Kombat it where all continuity happened but like didn't happen because of like time fuckery i believe oh i forgot about that like i realize now like i hold on what did they i forgot they explained what happened at the end of terminator 2 that is why he is here now, why there's a Terminator now. But I forgot because yeah. I was just so pleased that the movie was decent that I was like, fuck it. And I was drunk at the time. And I realized that. So like, I realized like I was just drunk. Yeah, like, it was Terminator. a good popcorn flick. Like, like it's I was, not going to change your world or anything. But well, none like, of, uh, to be, uh, that's like a, that's like the Terminator. Like, I mean, we, we like them, but they're all like, you know, it's just that they're not bad. They're not like laughably bad. That like, term Dark Fate was not laughably annoyingly bad. But yeah. Now that you think about it, yeah, I gotta watch that movie again because I forgot they explained something about why the Terminator was there, why he was like Carl or whatever, which is very funny. Uh -huh. And um, uh, yeah, they explained it, but I forgot what they did because I was too drunk at the time on a decent Terminator movie. Um, I was raised on RoboCop and Terminator, so yeah. the idea of a new Robo the idea of a decent RoboCop is long is not a thing. Um, yeah. I was have but, you played the new RoboCop game? Uh, I'd like to buy it. I played it and enjoyed the demo. Um, I would like to buy it, but they're coming in real hot asking for 60 bucks for a double-A RoboCop game. Right. They're coming in real hot. And I'm like... Oh, I'm I like, was not aware that it was a full price, uh, right, full $60. Right. So I'm like, I don't mind it. I actually intend to get it, but I'm like hovering around. I was waiting for Black Friday sales, but the Black Friday sale told me to go fuck myself. So now I'm waiting for the Cyber Friday sales. I'm still lurking like a cat and wiggling my butt, waiting to jump on yeah, it. And it just goes like, down below like 40 bucks. Just bring it down to 40 bucks, 50 bucks maybe, and I'm in. Because yeah, it's actually very... Yeah, that kind of seems like a... I, I miss when there used to be a lot of like... Not every title had to be AAA. Oh, no. They, so you could get a good, like, $35, $40 game. 
I don't have fun with it. RoboCop is an outlier because the Terminator game wasn't this. The Terminator game was fifty bucks. Like the same people who made that last Terminator game, the open the openish world one that was good. They made RoboCop just for, that game was fifty bucks when it came out and went down in price very quickly. Um, for some reason, RoboCop is just an, um sixty bucks full stop. Um, I'm not too sure why. I'm just waiting for a sale. I do enjoy the game though. Like I like it does. It's it's very RoboCopy. And my favorite bit is they. They have like this video gamey type of RoboCop where he's just unusually chatty and it's fucking hilarious. Like he's like tight. He's like because he's like walking around kind of like Deus Ex where he's like in a town chatting niggas up, doing quests, asking people what's up. And chatty RoboCop is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like I fully recommend yeah. that anyone. I saw that somebody playing the demo on YouTube and they just had like a thing where it's like you have to listen to people complaints and it like. It tickled me greatly to think that they'd make Co- RoboCop do that. <laughs> Bro, my favorite bit is they treat they treat RoboCop the way New York treats Spider-Man. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Robo, come here. Hey, hey, Robo, come here, come here. You see, what are they doing over there? What is that? And I'm just like, like RoboCop's been like RoboCop for like 80 years. He is a fixture of the greater Detroit area. And I just really kind of get a kick out of that. It's nothing like RoboCop in the movies, either one, because he was a man of little words. But (laughs) there are three RoboCop movies, sir. (laughs) Do not deny me my cyber ninjas. (laughs) Like I said, like I said, we need to have a Canon Selects episode where we put this down on air, on paper, what movies matter, what movies need to go, acknowledging they exist, honoring the the creative effort of all those people but they cannot exist in canon because they are awful robocop 3 is not a thing it was a thing technically in the legal sense a lawyer can prove that robocop 3 was a thing in a court of law i get it but it's not not a thing robocop 3 is the game (laughs) that game that you can buy that we're waiting to go on sale is robocop 3 i'm sorry Alien Isolation I... is Aliens 3. I'm sorry. Again, we need to do a canon select. The game Alien Isolation is Aliens 3. I'm sorry. It is what it would it actually is. make more sense that that was Aliens 3. Yes. It continues like, oh, you're rip- like, that makes more sense. Yes. That's what I'm saying. We need to get to, we need to get pen to paper and put these things in order because like Aliens, Robocop, Terminator, Predator, fucking high variant fucking products. And then Aliens versus Predator, it's fucking all over the place. I'm not going to lie. I thought the first Alien versus Predator movie was great, but not because it was like a good movie. It was just a highly watchable movie. Yes. If you think that on the Alien uh, or on the Predator world, like this is a (laughs) rom-com. Two Predators. This is just like a fish out of water. romantic yes. comedy of error it yes. works yes it is and i love it um i do feel some type of way where they had that black woman uh chucking a spear and i was like that's unfortunate uh that they chose that <laughs> that that they were like no this really needs to happen that imagery um but <laughs> i i i i like to think that it was that- weird because i I was talking about this to one of my friends, and they were like, well, it makes more sense, because, you know, Predator's black. <laughs> he was like a black woman. And I just looked at him real long and real hard, like, what? 
because he said that like it was a completely reasonable thing to say and like everybody had come to the conclusion that predator is black yes. and i was just like i mean they, the, cheek like, bo- the cheekbones got like they literally have dreads the cheekbones the, dreads. the cheekbones and the locks did it i'm not yeah. gonna like as a person with cheekbones and locks like i think that's what got it like the predators are not space niggas. Like, what are you uh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know about that. Like, I don't know what to tell you. They're, I mean, they're pretty coded as space uh, niggas. Yeah. No, I mean, they're they got, not. I mean, they got some First Nation no, sauce no, no, in there, no. like I'm on the top. You, like, they, they're space niggas. The way niggas. that white people look at black people equals predators. Yeah. They, we, yeah. I'm, I, I'm sorry to tell you, like, they got some. I don't know what to tell you. Like, like a, like a warlike race that has a sport of hunting and hunting people yeah. and they have locks and high cheekbones Najela please also, tell tall, me also that tall, is not a white tall, representation tall, of a nigga tall lanky long arms long legs naturally athletic extremely tall mm, for no reason no reason at all I'm just saying we got lots and of and they uh, were like, or, or to put it another the way the second predator he would not kill that uh, little naked white girl so that he is wouldn't kill, the first one wouldn't kill the na- he wouldn't kill the wouldn't kill them also uh date dates like definitely into black chicks uh in the second predator movie his homie was a black dude like absolutely a nigga i mean yeah. i feel and like then, I'm and, then, and then in the third predator movie they're out there killing white teenagers a hundred percent yeah space niggas these are space niggas like like there might be like maybe like a little bit of First Nation like sauce on it, like stirred on top there, like a little drizzle. But there's like it's the space niggas, and I'm sorry that you just discovered this and you have to face this on air. In a I can't believe setting. you just you, you just uh, yeah. you hadn't encountered this before. Yeah. No, I have encountered it. I was shocked that like apparently that was the prevalent thing, yes. and I walk into this where everybody you're just saying yeah. I mean, yeah, apparently I'm wrong. I mean, um, okay. I mean is it is it a, is it problematic? 100% yes. problematic. Yes. Um yes. have we accepted it and claimed it culturally? Also, yes. yes. Um there are this, things that we reject this, like gremlins for example, the fact that you can't feed those in niggas, you can't feed them after midnight. Like that's we we don't we don't accept that portrayal of niggadom in sci-fi. We don't this isn't this isn't a piccolo is black moment right you see i always thought gremlins were asians they're both are they black and they're blacks and asians i would Ooh. okay oh i love i love the i love the racism double dip that's so nice the racism double dip that's so nice they, they, it was one of those things where you can tell that the white people went fuck we leaned in on black people too hard we gotta like rope in somebody else and be like somebody was I like thought... in the background going what about them asians and they're like what do Asians like? Oh, and then threw them in there. I thought that they tried to muddy the waters by having Asians be able to understand what the what the Negro representations were like. They were muddying the waters by having like Asian folks understand what gremlins are. I mean, they could do that too. Like, like I thought I that's mean, what they were. I thought that's what they were doing. Oh no, no, listen, I'm just saying it's racist. We don't accept that. Because I always, we, we I always ex- thought like they were like racist, uh, racially coded Asian because like they're little. Uh, if you feed them at the wrong time, then they multiply, then they're all over the place. That's what the, that kind of sounds like uh, certain people's uncles on Thanksgiving. 
I mean, that sounds like when it's, it's, they bring up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's a cross. That's a cross cultural racism. Yeah, they also think the same thing about black folks. They, yeah. In fact, white people. That, that's why they that, really love fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think white people think that about all the races that aren't white. Now that we really get down to brass tacks, actually. Yeah, because Asians also really love fried chicken. But like, I, mean, I feel like that's true. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, we're they, very good at it. We do. Fried chicken's good. Though. No, like, like black folks introduced fried chicken to Asians, and then Asians took off with it and went, "Wait, no, y'all are right." Yeah. Because black folks would be like, "Well, we're over here, and we need fried chicken." And then the Asians went, wait a second. And I'm and, and yes, this is like two different bases. I'm talking about Japan and Korea. <laughs> Cause like China has also like a, their distinct way of making fried chicken, which is yes. so good. Um, but like Korean fried chicken. No, I'm I fuck with Korean fried chicken. So like so, so where I live, there's like no good fried chicken, except for like where the niggers are, which is not anywhere on the side of town that I'm at. They like all all the nigger restaurants are not on my side. They're very far, and I've got chronic fatigue syndrome. My ass ain't going nowhere, and none of them deliver out here. So I'm just like, surrounded. really? Aren't you in like the land where DoorDash was like born? How could they the- have delivery distances? <sighs> and suck. Seattle is much bigger than people think it is. Seattle? I ha- I will admit I have no people think Seattle is like ee! Seattle is fucking huge. Oh, it so is- it's like me thinking, you know, you're in Manhattan and ordering from Brooklyn and yes. there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm trying to I'm like they it's like it's trying to like order from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, the other side of town is literally 20 miles away. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I am not on that side of town. <laughs> like, it, it's it's like 45 minutes of busing. And maybe like 30 minutes of driving. So about 45 minutes to an hour to bus there. Um, yes. <laughs> it's far. <laughs> That's why I don't get my hair done over there because, like, I have to, like, make I, – I have to set aside five hours of my day to get my hair done, and that's not even doing something like braids. Well, I mean, I feel you on that because usually um, getting your hair done is an all-day experience. Right. I Like, just going to get my head shaved and, like, a trim – I have to set aside like five hours of my day for, which is why people be like, why don't you braid your hair? And I'm like, because I have to go an hour out, handle all the bus transfers, spend like seven hours getting it done, and then do like another hour or two back and my body physically can't do that. So, however, we have a huge, huge- I can't say anything. I travel to New Jersey to get my hair done. New Jersey is so much closer to you. <laughs> I'm in North Carolina. Oh, you mean you well, still I mean, travel to New Jersey to get your hair yes, done? Yes, I do. That's funny, actually. This is pretty funny. <laughs> but I get I it. will get on that Amtrak when uh, I, I'm i like, because this is like wash and go myself. But like when I actually want it to be like done, done, I 
go all the way back to Jersey. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't get it here. That's funny. I love that. Like, um, I don't want to meet new people or have to I find a new stylist. Like, I have what I liked. <laughs> I'm going to go. one of the most Black autistic things I've ever heard you say. <laughs> like i had so much like anxiety like going on style seat trying to find a new stylist and i'm just like i'm not doing this <laughs> and i will just pick a weekend to ask my grandma you know me crash on your couch and then i just show up at my stylist and she's always like you don't live here anymore and i'm like yeah but i'm here so that's hey. fucking hilarious you are a story for that stylist Literally, uh, I like oh. after I went to see follow up boy, so I thought it'd be funny to do like scene hair. So you know, it's it's huge hair uh, and lots of uh, you know hairspray, which I guess when you're in Jersey, it's very easy to get out. Um, but I saw them in North Carolina, so like all the hair product had gelled into like one. So like there was no getting it out of my hair because I like teased my hair like so much. I was just like, I can't do this. Um, I just was like, how much money do I have? I got like a in the middle of the night train, booked her on style seat because she had an opening and I just showed up and she thought it was like an error. And I was like, no, fix this, please. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. And By she was just like, what did you do? I was like, remember when you met me in 2005, what I looked like? I did that again. (laughs) She was like, you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember me in 2005, I did that again. (laughs) (laughs) And I needed professional help to make it. I forgot that, like, like, because I used to have, like, MySpace hair. Because, you know, it was thick and whatever. But, like, I forgot that you didn't comb that out. Usually you just cut it out. It's just a big clump of hair and product. No matter how much you washed, it, it just, it was endless. Uh, and I did, I just had a little, I had myself a little breakdown because I was like, I don't like all this stuff in my hair. So I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. I'm going to see a professional. I love you so much, Nadella. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's an incredible point of advertising. I would never hesitate to tell someone that there is someone that comes from North Carolina to get their hair done by me yeah. and only me. Yeah, like, I I Tiffany's absolutely. Salon Spa and Hair Studio in Belleville. Don't be advertising that. Then she's not gonna have slots. Right. Yeah, she might not wanna. You might wanna. Let me just go ahead and I'm gonna bleep that out so that you can um, <laughs> actually get your hair done when you need to get it done. So we're gonna go ahead. Um, Make a note you can't there. just be saying where she is in a jail. That's Red. fucking yourself over. I don't gatekeep. I want her to make her money. I'm gatekeeping for you, so you can still do your <laughs> so you can uh, still do your random Amtrak weekends to get your hair did in Jersey. But anyway, what I was gonna say is we have a huge Asian population here. And a lot of Koreans now. You well, do. There is have. actually more Korean speakers in um your part of the country than there are in korea yes it's the wild <laughs> yeah that's the number one place where korean is spoken and then number uh two and three is like the la and new york but yeah it's like i and like the people because i have to I, like i have to people look at the census to be like there's only there's only like 10 percent of agents here and i'm like 
I not. need you to understand that I live here. Just, 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 just put <laughs> and that... I also need you to understand that these people doing the censuses are not hitting up every neighborhood. Do you want to know why my building got hit up? Because my census person wasn't white. Yep. And harassed me for literally three months. <laughs> she actually got me one day because uh, I came home and she was at my door and I went, fuck. <laughs> there was the... Uh, so... <laughs> yeah, I did the census in New York moons ago and they would do it in waves where they would um, send out black folks after to the places with the black people that wouldn't open the door for anyone but other black people. So yeah, it's completely true. Completely accurate. Yeah, it's and and whoever whoever mentioned it realized that my because my, my the neighborhood I'm in a lot of people think it's a white neighborhood. It's not a white neighborhood <laughs> at all. <laughs> it, this is it, this is this is this is this is a Browns area. Uh, I feel like I was uh, I had to convince my parents to take the census. <laughs> Right. No. They were so, just like, no, that's how they get you. And I'm like, okay, who's they? No, no, exactly. But that, <laughs> like, that why won't you fill this out? So I I'm I'm just like, I'm like, so like I'm like, if you think anybody with any shade of anything in them is taking that fucking census and you think that census data is accurate, you are fucking wrong. I need you to come come here. And just stand and look around and look at all the people you see. And that's the demographics here. <laughs> like, it, it's not as white as people think it is. It is yeah. very not. And But we've got so many fucking Asians. And oh, I tell you, there are like a bazillion Korean fried chicken places and they are saving my goddamn life. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I'm, I'm happy they aren't by me because that's all I eat. <laughs> No, it's, it's not it's, good for you. Uh, one of the places I used to get food, for, like I would like, it was like a, it was like a treat because it's like in, um, it's in like the cap, the Capitol Hill Beacon Hill area, which is not near me. So like I'd be down there and I'd be like, ooh, I can like get food. Yeah, I can get it over here. They opened up a location, not like they opened the location within delivery distance of me, and I went dangerous I'm here. I love it here. So my ass and like, and the they're also like I can order I can order from them from DoorDash and it's under thirty dollars with tip. So that's rare now. That's real exactly. rare. Exactly. So I'm just like, let me get these. Let me get some chicken strips and some fried tofu and uh some some tater tots and here, we're good. I, I know oh, I just said that I go to New Jersey free. to get my hair done, but I, I'm seriously considering that I need to phase out food delivery because it's too expensive. <laughs> like, okay, it's just hair not... Is a, hair, hair is a different issue. Like, like hair, hair is a very important thing. It's very important for our presentation. And, like, when somebody fucks up your hair, it ruins everything for a very long period of time. So I feel like, like hair is like one of the things that, especially as a black person, you just fucking invest in. Yeah. Also, I have like weird hair. Like there's just so many textures of hair on my head. Yeah. And anybody trying to like get it uniform is just, it's, you're going to fight a losing game. Listen, biracial folks have fucking messed up hair. All of us. 
have fucking messed up hair. One way does not work in it, but does just does not work. And you are black and Asian, which means your hair does all kinds of fucking shit. <laughs> it just does whatever, really. It does what? Uh, it, it, yes, I I and uh, like understand. it gets straight as it grows, which is just an unfortunate thing. <laughs> does I, I actually had somebody? Um, they were like, "Oh, did you get like what kind of extensions do you have?" Because they're basically trying to in- tell me that I didn't blend my extensions well. And I was like, I don't have extensions. That's, that's how my hair grows. You know, kinky to start. And then it it just gives it up. Because this, this, I don't know, for people, if you're watching the video of this, not not hot iron. This is just a brush and a blow dryer. Uh, but here, well, not the front. The front is like way straighter. But like the middle of my hair is like wavy. And some of it's curly, but like this front layer here, not like the front front, but like maybe right in the back, like is just straight. And then as it grows, if I brush it out and it's like dry, it will be straight. It's my hair just doesn't know what it wants to be. I did not understand my hair texture or how my hair grew or how my hair patterns that it grew in until I shaved my head. When I shaved my head and I watched it grow in, suddenly everything fucking made sense. I would try that, but I have a weird shape head. I can't can't pull that off. It was a very hot summer. And my hair holds in a lot of heat. (laughs) And I I was working in a shop that had no air con- air control like no temperature control and so it was actually colder in the winter inside the building and mm. during the winter and then hotter inside the building during the summer so and that i was illegal uh well there's a lot of things about that building that were illegal and the company um but I was also, it was when I was working in signage, so I was also working next, my department was right next to the neon, like, the neon vendor. So, like, it would be in the middle of summer, I was, my desk was under a skylight, and uh, there'd be fires right on the other side of the room for me, and I was like, I'm shaving my head. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't care about my head shape. Now, I did find out that um, white barbers can't do lineups. Oh. Oh, why would you try? Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) That's okay. Well, no, they can't. I mean, they can't. I mean, you have to do something when you shave your head. You can't just shave your head and not do anything. It doesn't look right. And that's what I found out, that white people don't know how to make a shaved head look nice. Well, I mean, when you think of white people and shaved heads, um, nice doesn't usually also go with that. Okay, I understand men have no style. But what I'm saying is, is that a person who professionally cuts hair for a living cannot make a shaved head look okay. I I think they should. I under like no exactly. 
professionally, they should know how to do that. That seems like a very basic thing. Like, like there are mo- black people are not the only people who have shaved heads and that look nice. I mean, I mean, yeah, but like, I when I think of like, I need to get like a lineup. I I would not. I, I, honey, think I'm to talking go to a white basics. Farmer. I'm talking basics. I'm talking some of these bitches don't know how to do a fade. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't expect that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I have a... I think I might have just been caught having a very inherently negative opinion of white barbers. So... I'm, I'm, I am don't have much options here. I understand. So like, just, I realize that now like I'm like... I, my mind has phased out the, con- like, the concept of the white barber because I grew up around those only black barbers for so long. Yeah, no. No, it... They, they're, they're, they are like... Th- like these hairstylists and barbers are just one-trick ponies. I'm I'm not I'm not even kidding. It's not even an exaggeration. Well. I agree. Like right. not not actually kidding. Are we are we raising hairstyle aware- awareness on this program? I, it's I'm so like the level of annoyance I have. I've had to like teach people how to cut my hair. Like they be they be like the, they be looking and, and and I put warnings inside of like when I schedule appointments I put warnings home like I'm like if you are not comfortable or if you have not cut black hair you need to reschedule me no. or like watch some videos like you have to do something and then I get there and I clarify and I'm like have you cut black hair before are you comfortable with black hair and then there's just like this always like awkward like like stare down. What's that gif? It was Diddy and the fellow. <laughs> yes, it's, it's yeah. that awkward stare down. Because like I stopped, I stopped being nice about it. Like there is always like you know, there's the oh, uh, great job, but it's terrible. No, I stopped being kind about it. I, I I've been very, very clear and blunt about it because I've had my hair fucked up so many times. I had one shave like on like. When I have like, because like, I have like a very severe side shave on like both sides, and they like somebody put like a square back, and it's supposed to be like round and smooth. I went to another barber just to like, I'm like, can you fix this because they ruined my hair? And they went, can I fix this blobby thing in the back here? And I'm like, please, that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can't go to a supercuts and expect like quality. I- these aren't supercuts. They're all supercuts. That's kind of what these Dara's are. Saying. Yeah, they're all, they're all like supercuts. If it, if it's not the right people cutting your hair, it's all supercuts. Is what Jill is saying. Well, but that's just it because there is supercuts. But then these are like actual like salons. Mm. You see like a variety of people mm. or like one of I I, I don't like. It, it, I don't it's like an here. episode of Scooby Doo where if you pull, you can pull the face off of that one, and it's just some supercuts folks. Like it's a, it's just it does it's it, they're all they're all kind of inept in the same way <laughs> so it's unfortunate had, and i'm sorry I had a Bra- oh uh, my god i had a brazilian lady though cut my hair and i went you have cut my hair but you also did it in a very um a way that is uh uh i guess a lot of, a, a lot of folks go in uh go go to get their hair cut in uh your country because they're trying to erase their blackness 
it was definitely it was definitely one of those but like i'll see people like get out the spray bottle and i'll be like put that away because you know they, they're like they want to wet the hair first so that they can comb it to cut it and i'm like you can't do that and they're like wait and i'm like have you dry cut have you cut black hair before and they're like and i'm like do you know how to dry cut you need to dry cut black hair first Every- and they're like what do you mean and i'm like if you wet the curls, the curls are longer. And if you cut them, they compress and they're much shorter than you intended. So you have to do the shape through dry cutting. And she and they were like, and so I had to like teach them how to dry cut my hair. Yeah, I would have gotten right out of that chair. I'm- that, I, there's no options. There's no options. I don't know. Um, I'll take an Amtrak. <laughs> So I'm not somebody who can. That's just it. I physically, like, I physically can't. Like, it's not an option. Like, I don't, I I can't, I have post-exertional malaise. I can't go anywhere. You know, on Style Seat, which is an app you can download, you can find barbers and stuff, and some of them will come to you. you I can't do that either. Um, Yeah, uh, my uh, living situation doesn't allow for that. That sucks. Yeah. When I have my, when, um. Uh, when I, uh, uh, cause I'm going to have to like get my own place at some point that, that I mean that I'm going to be doing that and I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to have, have them come to me, but, uh, uh, yeah, like, like I can't take a five minute walk without like falling out for, for three days. That's what came to that mind. That makes options much smaller. Right. Yes. So like it's, it's gotta be within like. Like if 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 I go anywhere, it has to be like relatively close. Like I can't I can't do like I can't do long walks. I have to like it has to the bus has to go from my place to like around the corner from wherever I'm going. Um, like I have an I'm, I'm I have an internship and the campus is like really close to me. But like even going to like going to my internship, which I'm only on campus for three hours, so of like like taking an eight minute bus ride. Uh, sitting on campus for three hours and then coming back makes me sick. Mm. So it's uh it's uh it's 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 limited. So like my current person, like the current person that I go has cut black hair, and they used to work at a salon um, that was in the west that was in West Seattle, and they knew how to cut black hair and how to dye black hair and do all the funky stuff. That's when my hair looked the best. Is when I was going over there. Why I, I like the the chronic pain and like trying to get to West Seattle and back just became too hard. But uh, she ended up starting her own place, and so uh, it's it's closer. It's in Cap Hill, and so I go there. Okay. But yeah, I've I've uh, I've had quite the barber journey. I can tell you're like, um, this is a tale, this is a harrowing tale of survival and an adaptation. Did you just say harrowing. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. All right. Well, I mean, what am I supposed? I mean, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry that I have the gift of cab bacon. I didn't mean to. You know, it's just. I mean, you were talking about great uh, segues. I mean, I mean. I'm sorry, but you're not even sorry. You're greedy. Go fuck yourself. 
You're it's so a, you're pleased as punch right now. It's a nerve. It's a nervous grin because I don't want to offend you. You got the you. Cheshire Cat face. What? I just have very high cheekbones, like a predator. It's fine. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's very high cheekbones. Very high. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, look, sorry. the predator is actually modeled after Aaron. He's got locks and cheekbones. Oh yeah, listen. And he's tall. I used to tell listen. people. I used to threaten people. I was like, listen, because they talk about Halloween, and they would be like, I would tell people if you um, this is way like years ago. I'd be like, if you suggest I be a predator for Halloween, I'm gonna block you. On everything, even if I know you, I'm going to block you, and because People it's a do that. I feel like just typing "you should be the predator" on Halloween is just as bad as typing "you should be a predator" on Halloween. The um, uh, black folks will do it. <laughs> you so it's not do. like so white folks won't do it, but black folks will say it because they think they can, and they can, but they can't for different reasons. So understand, um. I've had I've had this these locks for face. several years, so I absolutely um I absolutely uh yeah, I've absolutely been privy to predator jokes since I was like seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they're all played out. That's really the thing. You can't tell me a new one unless you want to incorporate that first nation girl that killed that one last year. But otherwise you can't tell me a new predator joke regarding my hair and my face and halloween or anything like that they're apparently doing a sequel to that one yes they uh, are. I is it a different culture or is it like a continuation of that story they just said it was a sequel i'm assuming it's a continuation of that story but they could hop to another different. culture a lot of people are saying they should do one in japan which i'm mm. not sure i agree with but no i mean like it's not i mean i just it's, you, it's we can, we can, let's get let's get browner go crazier <laughs> like you know so we do like we that's funny we like do something when something's culturally relevant and impacts and becomes popular someone always goes let's do japan next let's not fucking do japan next let's get browner let's get crazier let's go south boys let's head south i mean we started south don't you remember that what? i mean what with the predator movie yeah, it was in South yeah, America. It was in South America. Yeah, let's go deeper south. Yeah. Let's let's go deeper south. Somewhere it's not Japan. I understand you want to see someone in a samurai outfit fight a predator. I understand. Just go online and put it in. I like, just wanted to see it. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to see a samurai predator. Put put it in. I think put that's it, what people are. Yeah. Put I don't it think in, people want the samurai fighting the predator. They want to see predator as a samurai. That's even worse. That's but like the, that's, the predator will never be a samurai. Right, that's absurd. That's a that's absurd fan fiction. That's for like AI image generators. Just type it into the fucking <laughs> image generator and leave us alone. I would say don't you, do that you because know gonna, those you know AI generators are, are they're predator. absolutely going to have predator pick up a katana and then kill somebody with it. I don't want to see that. That's what I mean. I don't want. I don't want to see that 1995 schlocky bullshit. That was the whole point of the First Nation movie. No one was doing any of the shit that they do at NFL games where the team is named after First Nation stuff. There's none of those chants, no tomahawks, no face paint, no moccasins, no bulls, no American bullshit. It was rather interesting for that reason. <laughs> so then you're going to do it in Japan and immediately have a sword fight between an old samurai and a fucking predator? Please. Yes. <laughs> Zack Snyder bullshit you're demanding after a very good movie. If you want to go, if you really want a Big Mac after you came from the rest, go get it yourself. Don't ask us all to go with you to McDonald's. Go get one yourself. And I feel like they kind of already did that 
with the Predators movie. Yes. Where yes, they did. They had like the Yakuza slash Japanese swordmen yes. go toe to toe with the Predator. We, yes. We, 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 we got it. Yes, we've had weed Predator. We have had almost every kind of Predator. I don't think we've had Predator in Africa yet. That's what I mean. It would be uh, great. In the comics, yes. But also in the comics, they had a Predator who took like a, a war bride and she was like, in the future Japanese American and I he like respected her because she was like she had a samurai spirit it was like very not pe- good it, <laughs> it, was, it was very written in the 90s right. this is what I mean no this is what I mean whenever fans request something be in Japan because that shit is what they want so no nothing's in Japan ever fucking again we're done actually I do want it to be in Japan, and it break every trope. Absolutely. I don't trust it. I'm done. I don't want it. I don't want it. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. It will never happen. But if they have, like, one in Japan, and they're like, they're like, what do you mean you can't fight? She's like, what do you mean? Do you expect me to fight because I'm Japanese? Fuck that. (laughs) No more. I'm putting my foot down. Hard. I'm an office lady. Hard stance. (laughs) I work in an office. (laughs) Hard line stance. Let's do better. Even as even as um, <laughs> joy drunk demanding consumers, we can. You know do what? Better. I would want to see it in Japan if it's like sci-fi future Japan, and Please. it's predators versus mechs. Please. Yes, uh, please, uh, please, guys, mechs. guys, please. That that <laughs> that, that prey movie was so thoughtfully created. Please, guys. <laughs> Please. If they're gonna give me schlock, give me Mechory yeah, yeah, versus Predator. Like, but I want, gonna... I want the Predators to get their own Predator mech. The Predators fight. bring out their Predator. They're like, oh well, we've been. They're like, oh, we've been going pretty easy on humans, so now we gotta bring out the actual. Yeah. So then they have like the advanced Predator mech to go against. The if we are, <laughs> if we are to do this. Um, um, we would need to take the Predator Alien versus Predator story from the Capcom beat 'em up, where it was one Predator, one Japanese girl, and the dude and Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from the original Predator beating up aliens willy nilly all over fucking town. And I will accept nothing less. That's I'll it. I'll accept it as an AVP movie. I'll accept it as a. I mean, if we're if we are demanding stupid Predator nonsense. <laughs> The Predator in a tag team with Arnold Schwarzenegger be perfect. Throwing around xenomorphs, inexplicably getting undamaged by swarms of them because they're the best. Yeah, no, we need to we need to have Predator in Africa. We need Bollywood Predator. Oh my god, that would be so cool. And Nollywood Predator. Sorry, I meant to say Nollywood. My brain went Bollywood. I mean, I mean, um, as somebody take, who's I would also parent- take Nollywood Predator only watch african movies on youtube i would not like to see that because i wouldn't be able to take the poor sound mixing <laughs> that's such an inside joke i appreciate it <laughs> deep, in deep inside the house <laughs> like that's deep but i would love to see um a bollywood uh predator movie because what i love i went through this like period where i just got really into indian horror movies but like historical Indian harms. It was so very niche. Good. I mean, they're good though. Yeah. <laughs> There's one called like 1927. Great. Because 
it'll it'll be like a great horror movie and then a song number where like a hot bitch just starts like shaking her shit and you're just like oh okay i'm down listen i, I think more genres uh could use a song break listen i just want nigerian mom yelling at predator and the predator totally jammed totally freezing up backing away yes like whatever <laughs> <it was done. laughs> Or better yet, another predator just like telling his homie, like, no, 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 we're not, we're not fucking with this lady, we're leaving. <laughs> right? No, <laughs> you. Leaving. No, the best part is, is all like everybody here heard what I heard in my head, and um, I was just like, I just want Nigerian mom yelling at predator. Yes. <laughs> of course, knowing predator's track record, they would have to end up together at the end. A hundred percent. Which I'm fine with, by the way. I'm totally fine with it. Didn't Sana Lathan get like the mark of the predator and they never followed up? I feel like the logical conclusion. They they did not. They They did not. She did get the mark of the predator. Because I feel like it was going to start a line of questioning that people didn't want to get into. Listen, I want Nigerian woman's uh, to, to replace her ain't shit husband with predator. It's fine. I'm with it. I also would like her to get the mark of the predator, so it's like an even yeah, cultural exchange. Yeah, absolutely gets the mark of the predator. Right, an actual even cultural. Her of choice. She just has a slipper. Yeah, really accurately throwing it. Well, then we're gonna. I mean, I. Oh my god, not the slipper. So that the slipper is a cross cultural reference because, like, <laughs> it's so great. Like, um, um, half of half of like my Final Fantasy fourteen raid static is from um, or from Latin American countries. So like, like, uh, or or. Of Mexican descent. And so, like, when we're talking about, like, chancla throwing, like, it is a cross-cultural reference. And so yeah. it's... It, but it I is, feel like... Because I would say that's a very, like, African <laughs> and very Caribbean old lady thing. No. Oh, no. these, But, like, I feel like these... Like, it, it, it is It feels awesome. global. <laughs> It is a again, yeah. the throne slipper is global, and I, 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 when you're done baking, I will suggest because this is actually the weirdest. This is this is the wildest idea. Like if I was, ri- first of all, this would work, but I would also need to fund it myself and be like rich. But please continue. I'll explain when you're done baking. Yeah, the just the I'm like I'm like you know when you were in trouble and like sometimes like you you'd even like run the corner and like the thing would just like round the corner and bean you in the back of the head and you're like ow, trauma. I've triggered like so many people. <laughs> I would I would like to tell an exaggerated history of the chancla across multiple cultures, like whole ass exaggerated action movies about Please do. about who, about what it means in each culture, but everyone who wields it is somewhere or is somewhere in like a crouching tiger hidden dragon like wire swordsman. Wait, absolutely absolute fucking movie? absolutely fucking nonsense. So they would not you're drunk <laughs> but my nollywood predator movie this would pr- fit in perfectly. absolutely now nah, fit in the nollywood predator movie. it would fit in the nollywood predator movie it would. <laughs> also because i feel like the predator would learn how to throw the throw the chancla by the end of it and again cultural exchange so yes that would be that's um, how he's gonna learn that he fits in with the family and he's finally accepted yeah right no 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 she's correcting him on his throw like you have to curve it more right That'd be a perfect end because there's no reason for them to die or disappear. Like some, I mean, we've established that um, a Terminator can um, take in a can uh, take um, a wife and be Carl. So then a predator can definitely um, train 
with an old Nigerian woman or something. <laughs> you can definitely learn learn extra tricks, learn how Earth works at the end of the Nollywood Predator movie. This oh. episode is absolutely all fucking over the place, and it's probably going to be one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely valid. I mean, these are not any better or worse than any of the other Predator ideas that have actually gotten to film. I mean, a Nollywood Predator movie would at least make some noise versus, like, what other Predator movie besides a very good one like Prey would work? If they made another more knucklehead one, it wouldn't work. So, like, we actually, like, if we're going to make a schlocky Predator movie, we're actually on the right track. No one's going to watch another schlocky American Predator movie you ever know what? again. I also great, make a great Predator movie. Um, Filipino exploitation. Yes. Yeah. So yes. It's, like, real yeah. homoerotic. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. Nigella. The Predator is all, already scantily clad and built. So, like, it works. It works perfect. You mean under like the predator, that mesh, that mesh top underneath their arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. These are not any better. These are actually better ideas than like things that have made it to the screen. Like I really feel like we're gonna have to sit down with the rest of these movies because Predator is wildly variant and it's not shooting fifty percent. It has wild variants and is not fifty percent good <laughs> across in yeah. all the movies. I mean, a lot of the comics will show you that like some things work and then something really don't work right uh like there's no, one mean, honestly the movies show you that too true <laughs> i think that's true. part of one of my favorite favorite i think that's why uh predator is like one of my favorite series it is bonkers and just all fucking over the place and they're just like let's just try something aliens versus ali- aliens or doesn't aliens and predators are the type of thing where if you see the comic the cover of a comic book and depending on where it is you go oh that seems like a problem for them what are they going to handle it like it doesn't matter like predators and landing in france you go oh that's maybe a problem for the french police let's see how they handle it or xenomorphs in like california you're like oh who will let them in los angeles what are they going to handle it over there and that just becomes exactly. the reason why you just buy and absorb the media is like oh that doesn't seem like a b- batman in gotham city Wow, I don't see a Batman take a Predator. That seems like a lot for old Bruce. Let's see how he handles this. Wait, didn't they do Batman versus They did. They also did Batman they versus did. Xenomorphs as well. They did. Yes. So, yeah. you know, again, this is a, it's just funny how that I works. I actually feel like Batman is the best character to do that with because I yes, feel like I when agree. they go, but with superheroes, it usually does not come out interesting. Like, I did not like DCs and I did not like Marvel Zombies. Um, no, it doesn't quite make sense given certain power. Once a, a certain subset of powers being caught, a certain subset of people being bit by zombies with a certain combination of powers and infrastructure make no sense, and it's not as interesting. That's why Batman is probably the most interesting to deal yeah, with. Yeah, I feel it works back because he's a he's at the end of the day he's a guy. He's a guy, and <laughs> he's also just a guy with money. And also <laughs> his plot nonsense is in line with predator and xenomorph plot nonsense like if you ever want to pick one to one the proper hero to have be written all over the place to deal with another group of people written all over the place xenomorphs and predators are like one to one anything either party does in response to each other is above board and we accept as the reader <laughs> doesn't matter what it is so yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe like Superman versus Predator. It's not fun. It's not, it's fun. not fun. It's, not it's fun. just it, like you just watch that to watch two people punch each other. I mean, it would be one of those things where they have to do the thing where they write Superman inexplicably weaker or more um a, a buffoon. In which case, he's uh, for him to be in like a tussle with a predator. Like it doesn't make predators are ground bound. Like I don't, yeah. I don't see the problem. It's like Clark, he, he's well. It's also because Clark isn't uh, as awful people as we are because like if i was him and a predator was acting up i'm just gonna throw him into the sun like how are you not solving all your problems i mean i can see him i can see him at all time so yeah i'm just gonna have to come up behind i mean i'll give him the sleeper and maybe like give him to like amanda waller or something to look at but like i'm not like if like, oh, that's the last person I'd give that to. Right, it's something like if <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I, I, I mean, I have to. I have to. I am made of chaos. Right, I have to give it to Amanda <laughs> Waller. Like, I'm not gonna give it. Let me give it to Lex Luthor. So I can. No, I'm, I'm absolutely giving Predator yeah. to uh, Amanda Waller. Actually, Amanda Waller meets Predator. That would be great. That would be good. That would be a good. That would be a good run of Suicide Squad. Actually, let me see. Make sure that doesn't exist. That would be a great yeah, suicide, suicide squad, squad versus predators. Yes, predator. Yes, that would actually be really. That would actually be a lot of fun. That would be yeah. really good. Um, but yes. Um, I want to know how Amanda Waller gets Predator to join the Suicide Squad. Let's see. Oh, we know what Predator likes. He do be liking them big black ladies. He do like black ladies. I mean, <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Am I right? But um, anyway, um. I think we're gonna have to start up. I've still just got Nigerians with against a predator, and it's That's just fine. Ca- carry that with you all day. I'm carrying it with me everywhere. Take it's it with so every, good everywhere you go. <laughs> I hey, I I feel like so many people are just like throwing out what they've written for Nano Remo because we've given them gold. They know it. I mean, listen. Take these. These are all. These are all valid ideas. If you write fan fiction, if you don't write fan fiction, if you just want to talk some shit, like absolutely take these ideas. Let's, like I said, you hit us up on Twitter. On when? When do we stop calling it Twitter? Like I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not even on Twitter anymore. Like I mean, I'm there, but I'm not. Nobody. And everybody is calling it Twitter. Nobody. I'm never not gonna call it Twitter. I I fucking refuse. That he seems to be the, yeah. That seems to be the general consensus. Okay. Anyway, we're on Twitter at um, UN Fridays. Um, that's like United Nation Fridays, but not. UN we Fridays. also have a Patreon. Yeah, we do. And yeah. if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can get a you can join our Discord. Yeah. Where I um post my excellent Sim Four screenshots. I'm posting screenshots for whatever the fuck I'm in there. Also, uh, you can uh, help us write more Predator scripts. Yeah, like somebody should be giving us money because we will, we will bring the franchise back. I mean, I believe in our ideas. I wonder what the, yeah. what the so well, I wonder what, how would that work? Because I would they allow us to make one stupid predator movie and then one really intelligently intelligently made predator movie like in sequence i honestly i think the way that predator movies are made are mostly from people who just love predator so yeah. it goes either direction. i think if you like beg hard enough they just let you make one i mean yeah, I feel like, like like the rights to predator are so like fast and loose that like it doesn't and it, it doesn't matter like what like what you do with it people will show up because it's predator um yeah 
So then we're, I mean, yeah, we're probably gonna, I mean, we are also in the age of the um superhero like franchise. So whenever a movie does well now, we then will run it back, which is why we're like I'm like we're gonna get like another prey like movie in quality. I imagine like they're not going to then have um Predator like German suplexing someone, right? I feel like they should just give it like make a good one and then get a little goofy with it at the same time. Give people choices. Yeah. Diversify the portfolio. Oh. Have my gay Benoit exploitation predator movie, oh which is gonna be a crowd pleaser. Oh um, everybody will like it. Literally everybody. Like like predator thirst trap. Predators are already a thirst trap. A uh, sexy predator would actually it would activate a certain audience that probably wouldn't go yeah. away more. But than- here's how you flip it. I'm like, what the are you talking about? Predator, monster fuckers exist. Monster fuckers. But here's the one. The Predator is the one that gets seduced. Yes! That's where I thought we were going. I thought we were, with I thought we were, I thought we were seducing the Predator the whole time. I thought we were seducing the Predator the whole time. I just, I just thought that the, you know... The, well, that I should have trusted just, you guys. I thought we you were you just would like, be on my wavelength. Well, the, the pre- yeah, I, I thought that we were just moisturizing the Predator. Like, that's the only difference. Yeah, the, like, mo- the, pre- like, the, the pre- Predator's a little more oiled than he is in other movies. Right. The Predator's naturally guarded demeanor makes it easy for a 45 to an hour long romance to develop and resolve itself. Like, the Predator is looking at you from the trees while invisible. Like, come on now. Yeah, I basically <laughs> want the shape of water, but instead a gay Filipino man gets to bang Predator. Right. Absolutely what happened. Absolutely. And uh, that idea... It would satisfy so many audiences, too. It's hilarious. That and other... Crowd-pleasing. Other award-winning ideas um, at uh, UN Friday on Twitter. Patreon.com backslash on Fridays. So you can help support things like Filipino exploitation versions of Predator where where the Predator is um, lured in and seduced by a Filipino man who wants to um, seduce him and get to know him better because it's not just physical. <laughs> he wants to know about where he's from because predators all seem like they're very much about their business. Do they unwind? Who do they speak to? How do they decompress? Do you need a partner at home? Do you have them? Does everyone hunt? Do you just want to sit down in silence, predator? Like, these are all very important things for that Filipino man to uncover over the next 95 minutes. I think that's our show Evelyn. good show <laughs> good show thank you guys for listening